Hello and welcome to The Littlest Podcast, a podcast about the Canadian television show The Littlest Hobo, where myself, Katie, and my friend Stefan watch every episode and then we talk about them. How you doing, Stefan? I'm doing great. <laughs> um, did you know that we're at the top 300 <laughs> podcasts for TV and film in Canada? <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> I'm actually shocked. <laughs> um, just before we started recording, I was telling Katie I got this email from uh, Pod Status, and apparently the Littlest Podcast is at position 239 <laughs> in the category of TV and film in Canada, and 245 in the category of TV and film in New Zealand, which are probably the least <laughs> impressive accolades I've ever heard. But um, <laughs> hey, we're doing better than. Other people who There's probably only 250. <laughs> like we're probably beating one other podcast in New Zealand. Hey, that's all it takes. Yeah. And they've got like one episode out, yeah. and it's just they forgot the microphone was running when they were ordering something at McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, having a conversation about some New Zealand television show from yeah. like the 60s. Yeah, just it's their grandfather <laughs> rambling about it, and sometimes yeah. he mixes in some stuff about the war. Yeah, we got them beat. Anyways, yeah, here we are. Um, here we are with our traditional. Pre-show rant. Yeah, pretty. Yep. <laughs> um, just want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas because this episode is going to come out on December twenty-fourth. Oh, really? Yeah. Yay. So Christmas Eve. Merry so Christmas Eve. I hope y'all got exactly <laughs> what you asked for. Katie, what did you ask for for Christmas? Um, I asked for BTS to get their first Grammy nod, and they did. Oh wow! So nice. <laughs> That's the first thing that came to mind. What'd you ask for? Uh, I asked for a good episode of Littlest uh, Hobo. Oh well, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did we get it? You decide. <laughs> well, let's find out. Yeah. This episode is season six, episode 10, Fire Horse Part One. So, the synopsis A hero firefighter dodges a medical order, relieving him of duty, endangering his own life. And it first aired November 15th, 1984. So, the episode starts off pretty promising because they like dive straight into the action. Mm-hmm. It's immediately like dramatic. There's music. It's like synthy, like dun 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 music. It's a guy hitting the same note 73 times in a row. Yes. Not even Jaws like with the two notes. No, just it's one. Just, it's just, yeah, this is this is if I compose music. And I don't know what I'm doing with my other hand. I'm drinking a beer, I guess. Exactly. Reading like a comic book or something. Yeah. This is good enough for you guys. It's good enough for me. Sounds dramatic to me yep. <laughs> so hobo over this dun 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 music yep. shows up to a building that is theoretically on fire we never yeah. see schrodinger's fire here <laughs> there's a lot of smoke there's a lot of smoke there's so much smoke those smoke machines once again getting wish, their money's worth wish we could see the discussion before <laughs> yeah. it's like the set designers and they like they find al waxman yeah. he's just standing stoically staring directly into the sun and they're like uh mr waxman <laughs> mr waxman how many how many smoke machines should we use for this and he's like yes and they're like um so all of them yes, yes. okay um all right thanks mr waxman <laughs> just slowly backs away yeah and yeah. walks away <laughs> that's definitely how the conversation went because there is much smoke much smoke all all smoke machines all the smoky they've smoke. got more i think son, since oh, they've definitely Angels. purchased new ones yeah <laughs> somebody's investing in them they're like these are gonna be worth a fortune someday <laughs> this is gonna be big <laughs> uh this so firefighters pull up uh it's very dramatic um hobo is like chilling and watching what's going on he's checking out the building he goes around like a corner and spots somebody banging on a window. Yes. He sees a door in the building, inside of the building. He goes up to it. It's locked. 
Normally that doesn't stop the hobo. Yeah, I'm surprised he just didn't like rip it Body off of his slam teeth. Body it, right? <laughs> but just, no, he just kind of just swallows that. the lock. <laughs> right. I mean, we are in the back half of the last season. They could go crazy. They could. And I just roll with it. <laughs> well, they know. They must know it's the last season. Yeah. Why wouldn't you go crazy? <laughs> just throw everything out there. <laughs> yeah. They've already kind of said that the hobo is not a real dog. Yeah. Or like not a normal dog. I'm surprised we... I don't think we do. It would be cool if we had an episode where he gets exposed to radiation <laughs> and like gets genuine superpowers <laughs> that they could just kind of show. And then the next episode, act like nothing happened. Yeah, nothing happened. <laughs> like maybe a throwaway line. <laughs> no. Uh, so yeah, hobo can't get in the door. Too bad. Uh, he goes to find some firefighters. They're like pulling a man out of the building. They clearly don't know someone's trapped. Yeah, I found this very strange. Like, but, I'm not a firefighter. <laughs> I don't. Me neither. I don't think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would feel that like step one, two, or three of arriving at a building is do a perimeter check. Right. Like, there's like at least eight firefighters. Yeah. Send the kid. Let him run around <laughs> yeah. and, and see what's going on on the front of the building, the sides of the building. <laughs> Guaranteed, you're going to spot the man screaming and banging against the window He's on the upper floor. Very hard to miss. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no. Throughout this whole scene, uh, this beginning like fire scene, the firefighters are so nonchalant about <laughs> fighting fires. They're so chill. They're just so relaxed. This whole whole scene. <laughs> it's very concerning. <laughs> Um, so they they do pull a man from the building. Uh, as they pull him out, he drops his keys and Hobo picks them up. He brings them over to the guy who's now laying on the ground just so he can say that they're the master keys. Yeah, I like that he takes the oxygen <laughs> off himself. <laughs> yes. Just long enough to talk about the dog. He's like, yeah. mm, I don't need this life-saving elixir. No. I don't need to refresh my lungs and live. I, I want to talk about this dog. I haven't been inhaling this chemical smoke. Yeah. <laughs> fine he's not my dog and those are my master keys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all i need to tell you um so hobo's like cool that's all i needed to know he takes off <laughs> a firefighter who we find out his name is jack um follows the hobo um hobo leads him to the side of the building where jack finally realizes someone's still trapped inside only because he throws like a chair through the window <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like one of those barred windows so he can't get out right. the man who's trapped but yeah he does throw something through it yeah and jack's like oh Crap. Oh, wow. <laughs> There's a man in there. <laughs> Thought we got everyone out. Apparently not. Uh, so he takes the keys from Hobo and starts going through them, trying to get the door open. It's five minutes of him trying each key individually. <laughs> yeah. nope. Nope. He only tries real quick. locks real hot. <laughs> yeah. He's like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> nope, not that one. Ooh, ow, not that one. No good. Yep. Uh, he does finally manage to get the door open. Um, he start, He tells Hobo to like go find someone. He coughs like a lifetime smoker oh yeah like his like cough is awful <laughs> then he proceeds to run inside the smoky building with no mask on well yeah he lights a cigarette first though <laughs> the non-fire fire he just he breathes through the cigarette really <laughs> yeah. like through the mouth out through the <laughs> nose he's got circular breathing like a like a flautist would <laughs> But it's just continuous stream of smoke. Goes. He's lighting a new cigarette every 45 seconds. <laughs> just He's just like lighting them with the tip of the other one. <laughs> yeah. This way, the harmful chemical smoke can't get him because he's got the pure, smooth taste of a Marlboro cigarette. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it sounds ridiculous, but it's not very far off from what could happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't happen, but it's not far off. Uh, so yes, Jack heads into the building. Again, this is the 80s. But I assume wearing a mask as a firefighter has been pretty standard. For since as soon as they made a mask? <laughs> as soon as somebody inhaled some smoke, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Even just a rag over your mouth, I think, right? would be the, the starting point. Everyone's kind of basic, like, let's not inhale that smoke. Yep. 
this is going to be a thing throughout this whole episode. And it doesn't even get mentioned. Well, the it's Jack, the linchpin, right? Yeah. It's the Jack doesn't wear a mask. Yeah. Which is wear really, a mask, Jack. Really appropriate for these times. Yes, it is. <laughs> wear your mask. <laughs> um, so Hobo goes to get Jack's partner, whose name is Barney. Um, again, these firefighters, when Hobo goes to find them, are so relaxed. Oh, yeah. The fire is still going. Yep. Building's still on fire. They don't know there's not, like, they have no idea if there's people inside or not. They genuinely don't. <laughs> they don't. They have not checked. We have evidence in a minute exactly. or two that they really don't. And they are acting like this is a Sunday picnic. Yep. <laughs> like, it's so confusing. Maybe it interrupted their Sunday picnic. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. There's a little Xanax in all of the uh, all the tasty burgs they were eating. <laughs> that would be a good explanation for why none of them care. No. <laughs> so Hobo just doesn't even bother with the firefighters. He just grabs the hose. And pulls it. Yeah. But Barney notices and is like, cool, I better follow that dog. So Hobo heads inside. Barney kind of realizes what's going on, that there's somebody in the building. <laughs> so he grabs the hose from Hobo uh, and starts yelling at people to like do their job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're taking a quick smoke break. <laughs> yeah. The whole firefighter team is, yeah. is sponsored by Marlboro. <laughs> the smooth, refreshing taste of Marlboro cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aiming for a sponsorship too. <laughs> Does my Goop, still tur- Goop turned us down, <laughs> yeah. so we'll go to the we'll go to the cigarette companies. They never turned anything down. I'm sure they they're all over that. <laughs> we'll show them our demographic. I'm sure. Yeah, that's right. We're the top 300 of uh, yeah. TV and film in <laughs> Canada look. and New Zealand. Prime smoking markets. <laughs> Lots of influence right there. Actually, probably the least prime smoking <laughs> markets. Probably, definitely. <laughs> So Jack is like leading this man down the stairs. Um, <laughs> Barney Barney puts on his mask. Of course, he's all, he's all on this. He goes in and like starts using the hose, helping Jack. They get the man out. <laughs> Jack is coughing up a lung. Oh yeah! <laughs> Every time he coughs in this episode, it just makes me internally cringe. Mm. Just like oh, it sounds so gross. <laughs> Okay, so he's got the man out. They're like looking after him. They're starting to finish things up, you know, getting. Yep, getting job all well done. done. Time to pack up and go. <laughs> Pat yourselves on the back. Yeah. Uh, the man they rescued finally, like the first man with the keys, finally pipes up and goes, What about the others? Yeah. <laughs> all the firefighters are like, What? Priorities for this man keys, <laughs> dog, dog, other people in building. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Wait, I only count me and me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where are the rest <laughs> so he tells them there's still the cleaning lady and her daughter in the building <laughs> again they have been fighting this fire for at least 10 minutes yes <laughs> like in fire time a long time a long time <laughs> fire move fast it does and there's just oh people oh oh more oh, people oh boy more people <laughs> just keep encountering people in this building <laughs> You're telling, trying to tell me there's people in all these buildings? I got to save them all. Wow. I have to check everything. They don't, they don't get paid enough for this. <laughs> Definitely not. So Hobo's like, cool, we got to go rescue some more people. Jack, come with me. <laughs> so, <laughs> Horrible hacking cough, man. Yeah. You get in the building Here's a without a mask. Pack. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So Hobo leads Jack into the building straight to the mom. Um, she's like un- unconscious on the ground. Well, he assumes it's the mom. 
I assume. He's like, he's like, this is the mother. The daughter can't be near. I'm like, no, that's the daughter. The yeah. mother is like 90 years old. She's the cleaning lady. Yeah, she's some old woman. Yeah, it's Alice. She's got a second job now. Yeah, you know, she has to fund stuff somehow. She's got to do the heritage thing in the yeah. summer, and then in the spring and the fall, she cleans. Yeah. So this is actually her daughter. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Go find uh, Alice. Alice is fine. <laughs> totally. She just got the hobo to portal her out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yes, he takes the unconscious woman. And like pulls her out. Uh, as he gets her out of the building, she comes to. She starts doing that tip. Not typical. She, her daughter is in the building. She starts screaming for her child. She goes from unconscious Just to hysterical to in like one point six seconds. Like that's a. <laughs> so I know fast. adrenaline is like a hell of a thing, but that seems pretty crazy. <laughs> you think you'd be a little like stunned and like, what's going on? Like, where no. am I? Just she fires up. Just screams. Yeah. <laughs> and so we get a lot of hysterical screaming as Jack tries to keep her from running back in the building. Yeah, the other firemen are just like chilling by the hose. They're just watching this whole yep. thing go down. No one is helping. <laughs> I was waiting for Bernie <laughs> to like pop up behind her with a judo chop. <laughs> yes. Judo chop. Bam. <laughs> like defector style. He's just like, wow. <laughs> I'll deal with you later. Yep. <laughs> I gotta fight a fire. <laughs> um, so Hobo's still in the building. He goes into another room. Uh, he finds the daughter. But what we see is a really dark, blurry shot of something under a table. Yeah. And that's something is the creepiest Raggedy Andy doll yes. ever. That's what they decide to show, not her face. No, the Raggedy Ann doll. Just dog and doll in shadow. Yep. <laughs> it's, it is a, it's a strange. <laughs> it's so <laughs> creepy. Strange shot. I don't like it. Um, anyways, the little girl is like eight. Yeah. She's, she's all sooted up. Yeah, like, I don't know what happened to her. Dirty. I don't know. <laughs> She's been rolling around while they're... <laughs> I assume she just immediately crawled under this table when the fire occurred. Right? <laughs> that's that's a that's a makeup choice that i don't understand <laughs> not at all uh she's obviously scared so the hobo goes up and takes her doll and like goes backwards trying to like coax her out yeah very smart dog um yeah. and also sm- smart child because she follows him immediately we don't get any of this like nah. <laughs> she doesn't fight him for the doll <laughs> right like no i'm scared she's like cool okay i know where to go lead me out <laughs> uh so she goes out she grabs the doll from the hobo crawls after him yeah she does drop the doll before she exits the building, though. Yeah, she drops it in a hallway. She does. Yeah. Uh, we don't see her actually exit the building. We see a firefighter carrying her out of the building. Yeah, he just He's, met her yeah, somewhere well, and scooped her dra- up. Yeah. Uh, and this part, I don't like the child. She starts crying about her doll. She's like, my auntie, I forgot my dolly. <laughs> <laughs> The building is on fire, kid. <laughs> the, and that's what the firefighter like, also, says. I was playing hide and seek with three of my friends. <laughs> yeah. You got them too, right? <laughs> yeah. There's there's more people in there, you know? <laughs> uh, all the people who work in this building as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Saying. Um, the firefighter is like, dude, you're safe. Like, Yeah, that's what's important. Forget he, your He does doll. have a good line. He does. Yeah. Um, Hobo, unfortunately, is soft-hearted, so he goes back in after the doll. I would have been like, let it burn. Yep. And he <laughs> finds it at the top of the stairs, which is not where she dropped it. Not at all where she dropped it. So, somebody else in that building? Robert the doll? <laughs> ooh, ooh. Oh. It was coming out all on its own. No, he Hobo started the fire. Back. <laughs> the doll started, started the, the fire. fire. It's definitely how it happened. Ooh. Yep. I can't stress enough how creepy this doll is. It's pretty. It's pretty creepy. It, I don't like it. Uh, so Hobo goes back. He gets the doll. He comes back out. Jack at this point makes a comment about how he has no idea how Hobo survived all that smoke. I'm like, yeah. Once again, the Hobo's not not a real dog. No. Nope. <laughs> Just a 
fifth dimension <laughs> Cthulhu, Cthulhu H.P. Lovecraftian group of yeah. uh, sounds and colors All that in our minds skin. can't perceive. So yeah. we go, wow, it's a dog. <laughs> yep. And then every once in a while, you're like, how do you survive that? Yeah. Boop. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> um, Jack, meanwhile, looks like he's about to die. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're loading the like people into like an ambulance, and Jack is like fading fast. Mm-hmm. He does blackout. His partner comes over. He's super worried. Starts giving him oxygen. His partner chastises him for not wearing his mask. Yep. So we discussed his partner a little like briefly. Yeah, let's discuss beforehand. his partner. Barney. Clearly, they're good friends. Yeah, and this guy looks like a Barney. He does look like a Barney. Like if you showed me a picture of this guy, I'd be like, mm, yeah, that's either a Mark or a Barney. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Just like he seems like a nice, simple. He kind of looks like Barney band. Rubble. He does. Maybe that's it. Rubble. He should be in the Flintstones. Yeah. Um, clearly, he's a fan of Jack. He is a friend, but he is also an enabler. He's an a hundred percent an enabler. Yeah. He, Barney has Jack has a lot of issues. Barney's issue is that he's he's too soft. Yes. He's got no spine. He lets, he just Jack, lets Jack get away with everything to the point where Jack is going to die. <laughs> or kill somebody or else. Kill, or kill someone even worse. <laughs> die and kill someone else. Yes. Yeah. And Barney is like, nah, I'm just going to take a back seat lightly, to this. Lightly like, press you to do the things <laughs> you're supposed to do. Like, you should wear a mask, but I'm not going to do anything about it. No. You're saying you should. You should probably, yeah, come on, man. Um, so, yes, that's his friend or his partner, Barney. Uh, Jack does say he wears it when he has to, but we get no evidence of this. Because if you... When do you have to, if not when entering a burning building? Yeah, yeah I think that would be prime time to wear a mask. <laughs> like That seems to me like a real good time. Yep. Not to Jack. Nope. Um, Barney is trying to convince Jack to go to the doctor. Jack is like, nope, nope. I'm too manly for the doctor. Nope. Not going to go to the doctor. I'm clearly fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, as he continues his horrible cough. Barney does the whole, he tries to guilt Jack. Jack is like, nope, not going to happen. I don't want to get sidelined into a desk job. Yep. That's his real fear. He knows what's going to happen, and he yep. doesn't want to be told he can't be a firefighter anymore, which is fair, but also, you're a sick man, Jack. <laughs> uh, Barney also has the line at this point. They're in his car now. They're, like, driving. Um, I'm the one who gives you oxygen. I'm the one who gets your heart started. Oh. <laughs> I, I couldn't. I was like, this is super sweet out of context. Yeah. <laughs> But also, you have to start his heart. Yeah. <laughs> he's dying. Yeah. Like he's get to the point where his heart is stopped. Are you sure that's what he's talking about? Maybe there's a little, uh, <laughs> I, I little romantic in, tension, I was maybe? Like, in my mind, I was going, oh, that's super sweet. Yeah. My rational mind was going, Jesus Christ. <laughs> You've like, got to start his heart? <laughs> like, you really should not be saving people if you need to start his heart. The other part of me, the heart, the, the emotional side of me was like, oh. Oh. <laughs> That's such Barney. a cute line, Barney. <laughs> I ship Barney and Fred. <laughs> totally, totally ship them. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Barney's too good for Fred. He is far too good. Far stay, too with, good. stay with Betty. <laughs> um, so, and Jack does actually have the line like, you only do that because you need me. Again, yep. super sweet on one side. Also, <laughs> kind of not on the other. <laughs> Hobo is following their car at this point as well. Yep. Uh, they pull up to the fire station. The chief comes out. 
Uh, he congratulates them on saving people. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> says uh, she saved uh, three people today. Well, you guys did it again. Congratulations. Three people. Now, that's a pretty good morning. But there was actually four, so <laughs> yeah. I don't know who died. They <laughs> yeah. didn't show us. <laughs> we don't get to know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you noticed, but he's like, congratulations, <laughs> no, you saved not. three people today. He I'm did. like, oh, boy. I don't, I don't know who, <laughs> who didn't make it. Who do you think didn't make it? I don't know. I feel like the guy who they rescued first seemed quite... Well... I don't know. I feel like he's he was, a little delirious. He seemed very unwell. Yeah. <laughs> so well, we never really saw what happened to the second guy. He never talked or anything. That's true. That's yeah. true. Maybe him. Okay. I want to think it's. I want to hope it's not the the cleaning lady or her daughter. <laughs> daughter. That would be real sad. Why is her daughter there, anyways? I, I was also like, I'm just gonna accept this because hobo. Yeah. They needed a kid to save. Take your kid to work today. Didn't go so well. <laughs> no. <laughs> you brought your haunted doll, didn't you? <laughs> it's all his fault. Yeah. He's going back in his case when we get home. It'll be like that Twilight Zone episode where the doll like pushes the stepdad down the stairs and kills him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that is this doll. <laughs> <laughs> so the fire chief congratulates them on saving some of the people. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Jack can't hold in his cough. He like hacks up along in front of the fire chief <laughs> um, who mentions that Jack has been KO'd in action three times in the last five months. That's like a lot. That is a lot for someone whose job it is to be alert. Yes. <laughs> um, so he has finally decided Jack needs to see the doctor. Mm. Uh, I like this fire chief because Jack is like, oh, yeah, yeah, totally cool. Like, make me an appointment for, like, next week. Cool. Yeah. And the fire chief is like, no, I made you an appointment. It's right now. Go. Yeah. He's <laughs> waiting for you. <laughs> yeah. Because he knows. He knows. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, the doctor is not as smart as the fire chief. I like the doctor, though. He's funny. I do like him. He's very funny. He's just not a very common sense man. No. Um, <laughs> we should. You, you might recognize him. Um, Brad Brad told me, and I, I did as soon as he said, um, he's the security guard from Small Pleasures, uh, uh, the weird bondage one. Yeah. And then also he's the doctor from Ghost Station who loves carbon dating stuff. <gasps> Where she's like, do you want to carve oh, this yes. skull? And he's like, you yeah. bet your ass I do. Like, <laughs> I remember that one so yeah. well. It's the same guy. Uh, um, I like him because <laughs> the scene starts with him and he's got uh, like a x-ray of jack of yeah. lungs. <laughs> and they're all black. Like you can see. J- he's awful. On this like little box light up display. Mm. And he's like, hey, listen, I'm showing you here. You got 50% blockage. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah. I was so expecting him to turn off the light and be like, and now look, it's twice <laughs> as bad. <laughs> now you can't see anything, Jack. Jack, you can't see them. <laughs> he is the type of doctor who would do that. Yeah. <laughs> he very much is Jack's like... Jack's like, so what you're saying is we need to shine a light into my lungs. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it, Jack. <laughs> God. <sighs> He's got one of those snake lights. <laughs> oh, my God. And <laughs> <laughs> stick it right in there. Yeah, that's okay. He just he puts a cigarette on the other side of his mouth, so he's, yeah. he's calm. Yeah, he totally... Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> he just coats it in nicotine. <laughs> oh, Oh, getting worse and worse. You're going to feel a slight pinch, Jack. <laughs> just we're relax. Gonna, just relax. We're going to get this into your lung. Yeah. You want the, you got a preference, right or left? It's like giving blood. What you, you want, yeah. the right or the left side? <laughs> Which one's your best side? Well, let's just do both at once. I feel like my left hand's pretty steady. Yeah. I've been practicing. Yeah. I've been playing Operation. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, by the way, where's your assistant? That's not important. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Mm-mm. They're going in for an unrelated <laughs> lung surgery. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the doctor. And that's the doctor. <laughs> so he does that whole bit. Uh, and then we get him telling Jack that he has emphysema. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't even want him near a candle. 
No. Like no smoke, no exposures to smoke. He, one more blackout could be fatal. Yep. Um, Jack is like, so how long until it goes back to normal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the doctor's like, ha, <laughs> you're funny, Jack. You're a very funny man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never. <laughs> this is your life now. <laughs> the doctor basically is like, you had a great career, but no more. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> yeah. He said, I wrote this report recommending that you be reallocated or retired. He's like, he's holding the envelope in his hand and showing Jack. Yep. The doctor calls him an old fire horse. This is where we get the title of the- Did you look up fire horse? Yeah, I did look it up. It's just the dictionary definition of it is just a horse, uh, wait, a horse specially trained for hauling a fire engine. Okay. Uh, so like back in the day, they would specially train horses so they wouldn't be scared uh, when they right. had to carry the- old timey fire truck yeah. uh and that's all they could do like basically i guess that's the gist of why he's yeah, called okay. a fire horse i didn't look it up but okay. i i'd never heard the expression before neither had i uh so when i looked it up i just assumed that's what they were talking about cool uh so then jack asks if he can deliver the letter to the fire chief it's a big old red flag right there, isn't it? Just a ding, 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 ding should be going off in that doctor's brain. But he's like, oh, yeah, cool, 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 yeah, cool. Yeah. Here's the letter. Here, take the x-ray while you're at it. <laughs> yeah. Show him. It's totally fine. Oh, my beeper's going off. I'm going to leave this office. You just stay in here and do what you need to do. Yeah, right next to this big old cabinet of drugs. Yeah, because, oh, yeah, he does give him pills. says take one like if you feel like you're dizzy. Take one and sit down, I believe <laughs> yeah. is what he says. So I'm thinking it's like, it's LSD. <laughs> it's just <laughs> like a micro dose. <laughs> yeah, you, you're really going to want to sit down. Like, yeah, you, do you, you, if you don't sit down, it will sit <laughs> you down. <laughs> yeah, it could be real bad. Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, he gives him these pills. His beeper goes off and he just leaves. Yep. He's like, let yourself out when you're done. <laughs> yeah, show yourself out. <laughs> so, of course, Jack kind of sits there and then opens like this folder on the doctor's desk and takes out some letterhead yep <laughs> just presumably <laughs> just, writes his own note he, yes we find out later he writes his own note surprise surprise uh we go to jack he's sitting like on the front seat of his car with the door open reading the letter aloud basically says what you expect uh hobo shows up jack calls him old smoky yep uh he says that if he takes one of these pills, he will be a patient forever. I don't understand that logic. That's literally what I was like. What kind of logic is that? Yeah, you take, take those pills and you're you're good. You're, yeah. You're healthier. Yeah. <laughs> they help you. That doesn't mean you're a patient forever. Don't understand that, Jack. Uh, I feel bad for him because it must be tough to, you know, to be staring down the end of your career. To an extent. Yes. There's only so far I'm willing to go with Jack. There, uh, yes. When he, when you only he get so much flack, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to laugh at that. <laughs> Jack throws the letter in the garbage can as he's monologuing to Hobo. Yeah. Uh, Hobo's not having it, but Jack like drives off. So Hobo decides to like stick his head in the trash can and pull out. He's got to fight a raccoon for it. There's a raccoon in there. <laughs> so, Wants that letter real bad. <laughs> he's like, my letter. <laughs> yeah. Hobo like pulls him out, whips him aside, and another raccoon pops up. He's like, how many of you? Are in there. It's just a can full of raccoons, yeah, but just, it's like a TARDIS. Yeah. It's, just, it's raccoons all the way down. Yeah. You thought that the world was balanced on the back of a turtle, <laughs> a turtle supported by elephants? It's raccoons. It's, it's all, all raccoons. It's, it's always just a been. giant snarling pile of raccoons. <laughs> just crawling over each other yep. and like, <laughs> which I'm like. <laughs> so uh, we go to the fire chief. Jack is, is sitting in his office. The fire chief is not by Jack is like, oh, yeah, clean bill of health, just a little bronchitis. <laughs> and the fire chief is like, I do not believe you yeah. <laughs> whatsoever. But before he can follow up on that, the fire alarm goes off. Uh, so he does. The fire chief does allow Jack to 
start getting dressed, but he tells him he's not allowed in the building. You just work on the pumps. He's working the pumps. That's and Jack it. Jack is like, cool, yeah, sure, whatever. Yep. <laughs> uh-huh. So the fire truck starts leaving the station. Hobo has arrived. Jack is riding like the back of the fire truck, which yep. always looks so much fun. <laughs> I want to yeah. try that one day. Um, and he sees the hobo with the letter in his mouth, and the look on his face is hilarious. <laughs> it's just like this weird mixture of like fear and awe and confusion yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like oh no i'm screwed but i'm screwed because of a dog <laughs> like it was probably the look on the face of the guy who fell down the elevator shaft <laughs> yes we just didn't see it yeah it's definitely that just that hobo what is going on look. <laughs> um but he can't do anything about it because he's on the back of a fire truck driving away um hobo questionable sees Jack, and instead of taking a second to deliver the letter to the fire chief, he ditches the letter in Jack's car, takes the pills out of Jack's car, and decides to follow Jack. Yeah, I think he could have just kept the letter for what he's going to do with the pills. Like, it wouldn't have... It's true. It probably actually would have been much more effective. <laughs> it would have told much more of the story. Yes. Than leaving some blanks. Yeah. Uh, and again, he's very close to the fire chief. Yes. And we know his office is open. <laughs> Yeah, maybe that extra 15 seconds of running in, dropping yeah, off the letter, letter. It could have made a difference. Could have made this a one-part episode. Yep. Uh, but no, it's fine. Oh, well. <laughs> um, so we go to the fire. Jack's arrived on the scene. He immediately puts on a pack. Yeah. It's like not listening whatsoever. Barney is trying to convince him, like, you're not going in. But again, Barney's an enabler. He's not trying that hard. No. <laughs> Before they can do anything, though, like a door explodes off its hinges. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> Like, it doesn't just crash open. It explodes. Yeah. And a man falls out on fire. Isn't that... That's, that was the best part of the episode. <laughs> it was the best part. It's a great stunt. I don't know why the door exploded, but I we got... I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know why the door exploded <laughs> out and then the man shot out like a cannon. Like, how were there two explosions? <laughs> just boom, boom. Where was he when the first one went off? <laughs> right. Because it wouldn't blow him back. It absolutely would. So it's like, is there an actual cannon on the other side <laughs> of the door? And like, he used the first <laughs> shot to open the door and then forgot he rearmed it i don't understand it doesn't make any sense but it's super fun <laughs> no sense but we get a man on fire we get a man on fire alicia keys just like picks up <laughs> starts playing in the background <laughs> just, this man is on fire i just want to say that's alicia keys <laughs> oh i'm sorry what would i say amy winehouse <laughs> yeah alicia keys she's still alive right she is still okay alive. my she's mistake very, she's very good um, but amy winehouse is great too but i don't just don't think she's saying a song about a man on fire <laughs> not yet <laughs> Maybe somewhere in some hard drive. They're going to find it. <laughs> um, so, yes, they put out the man who's on fire. going to cut that whole joke out. <laughs> <laughs> just insert Alicia Keys' name yeah. instead. It's just Alicia Keys. There you go. Um, It'll make sense now. <laughs> yeah. I love it when that happens on podcasts. When something happens, and like two minutes later, then you get the joke. Yeah. Like, oh. That's why we're number 200. <laughs> 49 in New Zealand. I told Stefan we're making t-shirts. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's the happening. Canada one on the front and the New Zealand <laughs> on the back. Exactly. It's going to happen. <laughs> um, this time, they smartly ask if anyone else is in the building. <laughs> yes. They've learned. They just added it to the book. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's like, oh, we should put that on the checklist. <laughs> uh, and the guy tells them, yes, an engineer is still inside. Uh, and then they take that man away. Yep. Jack is once again told, like, stay on the hose. Yes, even though you've got your pack on. <laughs> yeah, don't go in the building. Then Barney yells at Walsh, who is their, like, rookie. Yeah, he's their kid. Yeah, to come follow him into the building. But Barney doesn't check and make sure. 
So Walsh runs and then stops for some reason right, right in next front. To Jack. Right in front of Jack. Yeah. Jack does not hesitate. He like puts the hose in the kid's hand, takes his axe, and is like, I'm gone. See you. <laughs> Bye. Um, so that happened. Um, Hobo, meanwhile, is doing his perimeter check because he knows how to be a good firefighter. Yeah, they haven't figured that part out. <laughs> no, that they got the added. asking part, but they haven't got the perimeter, <laughs> perimeter. part yet. Uh, he sees a side door. It's all boarded up, but you can kind of see in a window, and there is a man trapped in this basement. Okay, now this is, we're in the last two minutes of the episode. <laughs> we are, yes. This is where all the fire is. This they is, saved all the fire for the end. Yes, now we get some real fire. Yes. It's like, yay, so exciting. And it's a good shot. Like, it, yes, they're doing the flame broiled thing they did <laughs> before, <laughs> where they, you know, where they made the monkey whoppers, but <laughs> yeah. it's just the flames in front. Yeah. But they've, like, lit them red in the back, yeah. and it, like... It looks like hell. Like, it looks it, like a little tiny portal into hell. It does, yes. It looks very terrifying. Um, at this point, Hobo brings the pill bottle to Walsh. Yeah. Rather than getting Walsh to follow him to the to man. To the man. And Walsh doesn't do anything with it. He he's does, like, you're looking for Jack? Yeah, he's like, I don't he's know. He's inside. What, what do you want me to do? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he just tells him Jack's inside. Uh, so Hobo goes in. Walsh does follow Hobo into the building. Oh, yes. Also, how does Walsh know those are Jack's pills? I'm assuming his name was on them, but why would they be on them? The doctor just pulled them out of a random case. Yeah, he didn't write a prescription. No. He just gave it to him. Yeah. And Walsh, those pills never left the glove compartment. Never. So how does Walsh know those are Jack's pills? Uh, no idea. It makes... N- Bad writing, folks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, we get a shot of the engineer who's like banging on the door, clearly afraid. He's trapped in this basement. Jack is smelling this f- substance on the floor. Yeah, he surprised tells- he doesn't lick it. <laughs> no, a little bit on the finger. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> a little, a little oil. <laughs> oil, light cigarette. <laughs> yeah. oh, chase that down there. <laughs> yeah. um, he tells Hobo not to step in it. The oil gets mentioned a couple times, but never really plays a big factor in this episode. No. He realizes Hobo wants him to follow him, and Jack does. This is where I wrote, "Where's Walsh?" Walsh followed Hobo into the building. He's he's tasting <laughs> oil on the other side. <laughs> then we only get a shot of Hobo and Jack meeting, and Hobo and Jack going away. We never see what happened it's, to Walsh. <laughs> Where is he? He's found a he found a thing of oil. He did. It's part of the it's protocol. You don't yeah. do you don't do a circuit, but you have to smell everything that you, every liquid you find. It yeah. must be smelt. <laughs> Figure out what it is, and then you can move on. Yeah, he's like, oh man, this is oil over the place. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And that's why Walsh is still the rookie. <laughs> yep, that's you it. You can't get past his, his pun. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's forevermore. Yep. Walsh, you got to stop that. You're never getting promoted. Yeah. <laughs> so the hobo leads Jack outside and around the building. And Jack's like, we're going away from the fire. Yeah. Ugh. That's not what I want. <laughs> no, I want to be in the fire. Um, <laughs> so he takes, hobo leads him around to the side where the boarded up door is. Um, I'm like, where's the open basement windows when you need them? Yeah, I don't know, man. Jax looks inside and s- through like the piece of broken board, sees all the flames, see the man. He says a comment that I was like, I don't even know if I want to mention this comment. I think we should mention this comment. He says something like, holy Holy God, God it's a holocaust, holocaust in there. Holy God, it's a holocaust in there. I feel like as a writer, you should just not. <laughs> like just, not this a- is a man inside of a building that is burning, yes. so you're not wrong. It's just that's a very specific part of the Holocaust yes. that maybe you should not bring up. Yeah, in this context, in like even just 
my God, it's like hell in there. Yeah. Done. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> Would have been like, yes, I get it. I make, it makes yes. sense. But I, to like bring up such a specific historical yeah. genocide. Yes. Like, I just, why? I don't. I didn't like it at all. Yeah. It did, made me very uncomfortable. It's, and we're going to hear it again in part two. Yep. Just as a recap. <laughs> just, so, yeah, just in case you wanted to forget. <laughs> yeah, they're going to bring it back. I was like, so. Children's show. Yeah. Yep, I guess it's to get the conversation started. Uh, so anyways, Jack, after saying that, starts axing the door. It's very shining. We get like the shot. Oh, this is not the first shining. We're going to get more in part two. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's there's definite <laughs> parallels between our Jack and Jack <laughs> Torrance. Yes. Yeah. Because, uh, yes, we get the shot of like the axe coming through the door. You kind of see his face. Um, once again, Jack, not wearing a mask. <laughs> Why would he do that? He's just been told his lungs are dead. Yep. It's fine. Um so as Jack is axing the door, the man who's trapped inside is becoming less and less conscious. He yes. falls down the stairs. He keeps touching things too. He t- like, like and the, hot the metal, metal railing. Metal. Yeah. Metal. The fire's really close. It's so close, and those metal rails would yeah. burn. And that always it's like watching Home Alone when he grabs <laughs> yeah. the doorknob, and I'm like, yeah. wow, uh, that's the worst part of Home Alone. Uh, you could say anything about like stepping on the <laughs> yeah. stepping on the broken ornaments and ugh. like. But anything where something is superheated because you know what that's like. Yes. Everybody's touched the stove or yeah, touched like the campfire or like the handle or of a pot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the worst pain. And it doesn't go away. Oh, no, it stays with you forever. <sighs> Don't like it. Uh, yes. And he is just grabbing all the metal. Yes. Yeah. He kind of crawls. Again, he's semi-conscious. So he's not doing good. I'm not going to begrudge him for going the wrong way. No. <laughs> uh, Hobo leads Jack in. He finally breaks down the door. Um, he's looking for the engineer who's getting lost kind of in the smoke. Hobo completely unaffected by the smoke. <laughs> he looks quite comfortable. <laughs> he looks so happy. Uh, just like strolls in down the stairs, finds the engineer and is like putting his paw on him. Like, yeah. Uh, and Jack is also coughing up a lung, crawling down the stairs. He's not doing any better. <laughs> no, they're both doing terrible. Uh, and then we get the to be continued. Dun, dun, dun. And that is the episode Fire Horse Part 1. Wow. What'd you think? Um... It's okay. It's fine. It's I, fine. I mean, I, the man on fire was nice. That was cool. Yeah. Uh, yes. Um, there was just a lot of questionable moments that I think were just lazy. Like the firefighters not being good at their job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very, very nonchalant about it. Yeah. Like I do imagine once you fought fires for quite a while, some of the adrenaline may wear off, but I feel like that would be replaced by precision, exactly like military, like a precision, determination, yes. a, like a efficiency, responsi- yes, yes, efficiency, like a just like a real responsibility. Like these guys are just like they're probably cracking beers on the other <laughs> side of that fire truck, <laughs> right? Like, like I, I know I'm kidding about the smoking, but I wouldn't be shocked. You know, just like yeah, we're gonna hack some darts, like yeah, yeah. It's, they treat every fire like there's no one inside. Yeah, they're surprised there's people in buildings. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that either. Just, People in buildings. What? What are we yeah. in right now? Yeah. What is this place? <laughs> I don't know. Well, this is a rarity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they let us inside. And to be fair, we're we're like two of four people in a very large building. A so very large yeah. building. Like the max have... occupancy of this building is like what six hundred? Oh, absolutely. So we're yes. like one percent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got a lot of space. Yeah. A lot of room. And you know, if a fire broke out here, they'd save three out of four of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who'd be the unlucky one? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Probably me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got a raggedy and doll, so I'm getting out. <laughs> I take it everywhere with me. <laughs> it's 
just staring at me and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm with you about this episode. It just, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it doesn't have any of that Christine Foster wit. That was what surprised me. And I wonder if we had another Christine Foster episode, I feel like. Recently, yes, we did. Not too long ago. And that also was not great. No. I feel like a few things may have occurred. I, yeah. I don't know if she's tired of it or distracted or doing something else or if somebody's quashing yeah it's like what she's doing no yeah um yeah i don't know what because her writing in the other episodes before the season they were our favorite it was so good there yeah. was like a twist there's snappy dog dialogue yep it, usually the story made some sort of sense like there was some logic to everything even in her more ridiculous stories yeah like even scavenger hunt which right? is a little <laughs> a little all over the place yeah. but yeah it's it's still fun. Yeah. This one, not so uh, much. I don't know. So well, what's I'm happened? curious to know what happened. But uh, anyways, we'll, we'll move on to part two. But first, Hobo Harm. Uh, zero. He looks really comfortable in those flames. He, He's pretty happy. I was going to say, he looks so unaffected yeah. by everything going on around him. Yeah, fire dog. They like, trained him. I guess he's very well trained. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Chuck. Yeah. Yeah. I did give him a one just because I thought that smoke might not be great for a dog lungs. Well, it's all smoke machine smoke, though. <laughs> though that is actually does affect you <laughs> in the long term. There's yeah. been uh, quite a few musicians uh, out of the yeah. 60s and 70s who've come forward and been like, yeah, lungs not so good anymore. <laughs> and I didn't smoke. <laughs> so. so but I mean, smoke machine smokes just glycerin and water. You can like, make it yourself. I make it myself. <laughs> uh, it's better than the stuff you buy in the store. It smells like um, warm caramel Ooh. or caramel, I suppose. Caramel. <laughs> Caramel's very caramel. fancy. Oh, yeah. Warm caramel. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. Um, <laughs> caramel. But it, yeah, I think anything, glycerin, I guess, if you breathe it in long enough. So yeah, <laughs> I, I could see it could probably but have really, some he adverse is effects. Very comfortable. Yes, in this. super chill. So chill. Um, your hobo fight. Um, so our lead actor, Jack, he's played by Neil Dinert. Yes. Uh, who we should remember from the seance episode. The Megan, Megan follows. Megan follows seance episode. Yes. I feel like he's aged a lot. He looks so much older. I mean, that was season three. Yeah. So maybe like two, three years. Two or three, three years. years. Like, I feel like he's aged 10 years in that time. He looks much older. Um, anyways, we joked about Neil Dinert being close, <laughs> like the discount version of Neil Diamond. We did. Yes. Um, so I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting Neil Dinert versus Neil Diamond inside a burning building. Ooh, I like it. Um, and we're going to seal the doors. <laughs> it's like nobody's <laughs> getting out. <laughs> Two birds, one stone. <laughs> I like it. Uh, uh, what's yours? Uh, I couldn't go up with a good one. Um, so I said either Jack versus a mask or... Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like 12 hours. <laughs> yeah. It's like Shakespearean soliloquy as he like has to fight back against this mask. Yeah. Just an inanimate object? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he just has to wear it for a full day. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I know. It's so crazy. Um, so I said that, or I said him versus, this is, again, very niche, uh, the smoke monster from Lost. Oh, okay. <laughs> so <laughs> just have a wrestle with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that uh, is the episode. Yeah. Yay. Would you, yay. <laughs> would you like some Brad facts? Yes, I would. Okay. So this was filmed with the help of the Oshawa Fire Department. No Maybe. surprise there. Nope. Yep. Um, they this don't is... come off well. Ooh, no, sorry. They don't. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at you, Oshawa Fire Department of the eighties. <laughs> um, uh, this is Brad's pick for best of season six, which I understand, but it also is very concerning. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If this is the best of season six, we might. We might have a rough road on uh, these last uh, yes, seven or eight we'll see, episodes. Yeah, this goes. 
to the end, the bitter end. Um, the burning <laughs> building was the old RM Hollingsheed Limited Factory, which is located in Bowmanville. The fire hall scene in the episode is the actual Oshawa Fire Department station. Oh, very cool. Um, and the doctor's office is the Oshawa District Shrine Club. <laughs> Oh, the Shriners. I thought that was fun. That is fun. <laughs> the Shriners is like, they had to mute, they had to dub everything over because the Shriners wouldn't get out of their go-karts in the other yeah. room. <laughs> Little carts going around. <laughs> they like, they just cleared out a space for them, which you can't see off camera. It's like three feet off of the doctor's desk. There's like a pile of red fezzes. <laughs> Yes. They're like, I don't know why. Why, don't, why do you guys have so many fezzes? They're like, listen, it was either buy 10 or buy 500, and we bought 500, it's okay? A great like, deal. So, yeah. <laughs> it really brought the price down. It just means we have a lot of fezzes. Yeah. Take some when you go. Have a fez. Have, have a, fez. a fez. Have a fez. Happy fez. Happy yeah. fez. You get a fez. You, you get, get a fez. fez. You all get, get fezzes. <laughs> Yeah, those are the Brad facts. I didn't. Huh. I didn't mention what the cars are, but we're going to see them in the next episode. So oh, that's I will, true. Uh, we'll save that for our circle back for two. my mic notes. Okay. Uh, Mike's note on the whole episode is why, why, <laughs> which I think I understand. I was going to say I, I definitely understand, especially having watched both parts. Yeah, I understand. I understand. Yes. Um, are you ready for the next part then? I am ready. Okay. Next episode, Fire Horse Part 2. The sick firefighter continues to put himself in harm's <laughs> way while Hobo tries to call attention to the problem. <laughs> you could try a little harder, Hobo. A little, little bit harder. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, until we meet again, fellow Hobos, hop on that train and we'll see you at the next stop. I've been Stefan. And I've been Katie. Take care. <laughs> Bye. Bye.